Chapter 46 A Nightmare Lacking Only Words I was two days on the road, two days with nothing but my own thoughts, trying to remember, understand what I was doing and why. My past was behind me? That still gave me pause, still made me laugh. Forget Lucifer's widow, never mind Del Morgan. The reason the librarians turned me away was because I was in the library. Think about that for just a moment. It will take some doing. This was a place of lost hopes and forgotten dreams. This was a land where hope came to die. Had you ever longed for something that was beyond you, felt an ache in your heart? It was here. That ache, that wish, that pain found its way to this place. It was taken to the library and held with all the other innocent souls, in chains, behind bars, fingers bleeding, numb from clawing at old rock and ancient steel. I hated my job, remember that much. I remember. It had been taken from me by one who stood in my door and gave me a name. I had once had a name, before that one had stood in my door, before Del Morgan had reached into my chest and pulled out my heart. If I closed my eyes, I could still see it in her hand. With my eyes closed, I could still feel it, pulsing against her palm, pushing against her fingers. As long as Del Morgan held my heart, I was Matthew Drake. I found my heart. It was in the library. Of all the crazy places, of course it was in the library. Lost, forgotten, dream that had died stillborn. My heart was in the library. My life was in the library. My name. And the librarians held the door against me. They wouldn't let me look. They wouldn't let me see. They wouldn't let me know my own name. It was in the library because it was forgotten. Because my heart was a dream that had been crushed, it had wandered to this place, crippled, crawling, nothing but the fragile shell of a dream. It had come here to die. And what they tell me? What was the librarian's excuse for turning me away? If I found my heart in the library, then it wouldn't be in the library. If it weren't in the library, then I wouldn't find it. If I didn't find my heart, it would be in the library. If my heart were in the library, I would find it. If I found my heart in the library, it was in... You get the idea. So I ran. There was nothing else I could do. I couldn't force the librarian. I couldn't break the door, smash the lock. Oh, I tried. Standing before the librarian, turning away from him, walking, losing myself in thought, I had turned, watching the library, knowing only that what I sought was not what I sought. I mean, fuck! Fuck Lucifer's widow! We're talking about my heart! So I turned, marched up the steps, forced the door, the librarian doing nothing. I could do nothing. The door wouldn't bend. It wouldn't yield. I could hammer. I could screech. I could scream, fall to the sand, leaning against the gate, smash my fist into black iron, for there was nothing else I could do. The librarian watching, listening to my sobs, finally reaching out to me. I'm sorry, he said. 
As long as you seek your heart, you cannot pass. Nor could he bring it out to me, so he said. I had no reason to believe him, only the strength to turn and walk away. The knowledge that a book James Joyce never wrote was out there somewhere. If I looked for this book, it would find me. I could take it to Del Morgan, continue to search for my heart. Yeah, I know. I just said it was in the library. But see? It was in the library because it was lost. If I found it hidden somewhere in Del Morgan's apartment, then it wouldn't be in the library. And if you don't follow that, don't worry. I'm the one who should worry. That almost made sense. The whole bit about being in the library only as long as I didn't have it just goes to show that I'd been here way too long. What else could I do? Search for the hunters in the wood? Search for Lucifer's widow? And by looking for these things, they would find me. Okay. I know. There's one grand flaw in what the dragon had told me. I was searching for my heart. It hadn't found me. Never listen to strange dragons that like to keep you chained to the wall and play checkers. Oh, you don't know how to play chess. Besides, the road called to me. Well, not really. I didn't care for it myself. Nowhere to go but look for a place called White Trash. What a name. It's enough to make you wonder who comes up with this stuff. White trash, indeed. I just wanted to put as much distance between me and the damn library as possible. That's all I could manage. Who cared about where I was going? I would walk till I figured out how to rip the place apart brick by brick, which is how I found myself following the road, which is how I found myself sleeping in the wood. Nothing happened. Nothing ever happened. Until something happened. I was pulled from sleep, tossed about like a rag, thrown to the ground. What did the land care? Nothing but another victim of fire. The wild things were there, the hunted, in the dark, in the night, lacking all form and sustenance, existing only in your head, in your dreams, where the wild things sleep. That's where you find them, around me, swirling, sweeping, moving, driving me forever. I was on my feet, not knowing how I got there, walking, staggering, trying to run before forces I couldn't understand. They were Wild dreams and forgotten fantasies, voices of silence, cries of the wilderness. They existed only in my head, filling the space between my ears. They were before me, around me, pushing me like great titans of sound, hurricane and whirlwind. I fell, leaning against a tree, holding to it so it wouldn't fly away. I could hear voices, screams in the darkness. I found the road wandering beneath the sky. Dust and maggots and trash wouldn't let me be. River of diamonds and emeralds flooded my heart, drained my lungs of breath would tear the flesh from my bones. I could feel them like towers of destiny all around me or death knocking at the door. I would stand. I would light and know what I faced. Name it. Raising my hands, I drew sparks from out the starshine, created a havoc, a blazing wind above my fingertips. They were there beneath my light like black riders in the rain, sweeping over me like the roar of the ocean before a tidal wave. No! They broke before me. Eddies and currents wavering before the stone, wandering, sloshing, lost. They, or it, stood before me, unable to move beneath my touch. Dark things, wild things, midnight sun, forgotten moon. How to describe? They were words, 
No form, no existence. But they were there. The wild night, the forgotten nightmare. How do you describe, put into words? I faced a dream. Moon stuff and winter night. They faded with the light, only a dream. How do you see something that exists only when your eyes are closed? How do you describe the sound and the fury? A nightmare without words. It was a stalemate, a standoff. I didn't know what to do with them. Before me, they quivered beneath my touch, not understanding what they faced. This Drake, this Grendel, Shaper worlds. Just like that, they were gone, as if they felt something approach. They faded back into the dark, into the wood, into the night, leaving me on the path, leaving me to collapse, shaken, not by the encounter, by my own audacity. I had spoken. I had shouted. I had let loose my voice. That had held them, unasked for and unwanted. Without permission, I had spoken. I had commanded. That left me shaken. That left me quivering on the road. Of course, I couldn't know if I'd really shouted my command or simply believed that I had. There is more to words than what you hear. The ear plays tricks to fool the mind. That or the wild dreaming could free me from my lack of words. Just like that, the hunters were there. Standing at the edge of the wood, looking at me, watching, knowing that their prey had just escaped them. Never have I seen such a thing! One hunter, stepping toward me, searching my face with his eyes. You held them! The wild poetry! They couldn't harm you! I'd heard the story out of dayside, but I didn't believe it! He sat before me, and I saw for the first time how young he looked. Just out of college, that was the look. Dark hair, plain face, too dark to see his eyes at night. Dressed in hunter's leather and strong coat, holding a short staff like a spear that didn't actually make any sense. My name is Morgan Greywold, and I have no manners. Are you hurt? Do you need anything? What is your name? I looked at him, seeing youth, knowing that he had just named himself. In that instant, I could touch him, know that he spoke true. He hunted the wild poetry in the wood like all his people. Just like that, I knew what had faced me, what I'd held, the wild poetry of the land of forgotten dreams. Drake. Well, Drake, we have been hunting this verse for some time. It has been most harmful and destructive. Many hurt, many killed. Houses shattered, crops burned. This poem must be stopped. I welcome you to the hunt. Would you join us? And that is how I met Morgan Greywold. Poetry Hunter. Nephew to Brack Greywold. You may remember him. Brack gave me a lift in his car. This audio recording of The Fairbrook of Gideon, The Tale of the Donkey, is copyright 2011 by Keith D. Jones. All rights reserved.